Hi there and welcome to another edition of the Jersnet Weekly Podcast, the independent Rangers podcast, which is brought to you by fans, for fans, and where the content is free. And as I say all the time, guys, it's not just the, the, the pod that we have here at Jersnet. We've got the forums over at the website, we've got the social media, there's articles, there's a history archive on the website, so get yourself over there uh, as soon as you can. Uh, it is live tonight, we're live, it's a Friday night before Rangers play Hamilton on the Sunday. If, if it's your first time listening to the pod, we would encourage you to subscribe. We've got over 4,000 subscribers at the moment uh, and it's rising, so thanks to everyone who's subscribed so far. Uh, and as I said, if you can put the word out for us there on social media and let people know that we're here. As I said earlier, we're live tonight, but the, the, the pod will be able, able, you'll be able to download or stream the pod on a variety of platforms from tomorrow, including ACAST, iTunes, YouTube, Castbox, Stitcher and Spotify. Uh, now that's my usual gump at the beginning out the road. I can bring in my guest and it is, uh, it's Alex Anderson again tonight. The only one that wanted to come on, Alex. No, mate, that's, that, that, that's me, you know. I think, <laughs> I think the rest of them are away from you, Jobby. You know, so maybe that's what it's called. You've totally, you've totally stole my line. <laughs> I, see, I knew I had to get in there fast. I had to get in there fast. <laughs> I was actually going to say, I've actually just been away for a wee shit, a wee shit, a wee, a wee shirt change. Because this wee is, shirt change? Aye, yeah. This is uh, my wife got me this for Christmas and it's uh, a sign of how desperate things are these days that the first chance I get to wear it is uh, on the laptop. So, yeah, I know. I actually put some aftershave on the night you come on this thing, you know what I mean? That's, yeah, and you smell great. You're absolutely yeah, fantastic. It's appreciated. The effort's appreciated. I, I got it for Christmas. Do you like it? It's nice. Yeah, lovely, mate. Lovely. Good, good, good. <laughs> so how's your week been? Another another week of lockdown. How are you coping? Uh, I getting me had my first uh, my first week of trying to come off the chocolate. I've been off the drink for a couple of weeks, um, bringing it back down for Christmas, but this was the hardest one yet, coming off the chocolate. I went the full, full four days, just trying to keep yeah. it to the weekend, so... I must admit, I've already, I've already been banging into dairy milk tonight. So if I'm a bit hyper, that's that's, that's it. how. And what be, be a good self? I've got, to, I've got to say, I'm surprised uh, to see that all your devices, um, including your laptop, and that haven't been kind of cracked and wrecked after after the yeah. other night, mate. After well, the, well, well, come on, come on, to talk about that. Night. I was a bit, I was a bit worried about you. <laughs> well, you don't even go there, honestly. Uh, it just, I mean, uh, it's. It's bad at any time, isn't it, when you kind of get access to the fact. But I can remember, see, see the day Connor Goldson got the last-minute winner at, at Kilmarnock, the first game of the season last year. Uh, that was on Sky that day, and we had a thunderstorm through here. And you know how like the thunder and lightning can sometimes affect your sky. So I lost I lost it for about an hour, and I was just going off my nut. You know what I mean? I, I hate when, when Rangers are on, and I, I can't see it. You know what I mean? I'm either not at the game or I can't watch on the telly. And it was similar to that on Wednesday night. And we'll come on to talk about that, but uh, it was stressful, really stressful. <laughs> and I felt for my family. You know what I mean? The, the, the air was blue. Uh, but I I mean, other than that, it's it's just been the usual lockdown. You know what I mean? It's like Groundhog Day. It was officially Groundhog Day. John was mentioning this the other day. It was Groundhog Day uh, last week at some point. You know, I think it was the second. And it kind of feels like that now, doesn't it? Every day is yeah. just... You know, I, I lose track of the days. It's strange it's, it's times. Like, it is very, very strange. Uh, on to tonight's topics, I, I thought the sort of, I mean, the, the three main ones we'd look at was the, the, the stuff with Rangers TV the other night there. We've had a topic handed to us this morning uh, with, with the, the announcement that Ruth has, has been charged. Who saw that coming? No, me. Uh, I'm being ironic, by the way. Uh, and obviously, we'll have a wee look at the game on Sunday uh, against Hamilton. So Rangers TV... Uh, Alex, now I know you didn't have any issues. Uh, you were very kindly trying to 
fix mine <laughs> at one stage in the evening. Uh, but, I mean, we, we spoke about this myself uh, and John spoke about this last week on one of the shows. And it, it was it, the, the most frustrating thing about it was it felt like you could see it coming. You know what I mean? It, it felt like this was coming, you know, there was going to be real issues. And that's how it turned out. I mean, you 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 were fine. You never had any issues. But I mean, I think lots of people had issues trying to, you know, re- re-register their accounts. And also when they got in, they had issues. I, I couldn't re-register my account. I re-registered. You know how they done the test on the Monday night with the new signings? They put up uh, content that was, you know, interviews yeah. with, with Simpson and Wright. And it's like, this is your opportunity to test out the new system. Well, I couldn't get access. It wouldn't let me in. So I emailed Rangers TV at that point saying, look, I can't get access. Can you help me out? Kickoffs on Wednesday. Never got back to me in time. So when I tried again on Wednesday night to get in, it wouldn't let me in. So what I then had to do was create a new account. So I created a new account with my wife's email address, paid nine ninety nine to buy the match pass or so paid extra to buy extra. And then when I got in, it wasn't working. You know, and my mate texts me just at that point. My mate texts me, he says the feed stopped. And then I went on Twitter and you could just see loads of people, you know, complaining that they, they couldn't get in, the, the feed had dropped. And other people were saying, oh, no, mine's just fine. And uh, I, a, a bit of a disaster. Uh, and and one you feel, I mean, sh- should they have done this mid-season? It seems to me that it was a strange decision to do this mid-season. It was, mate. It was. And um, for all I might have been a bit cocky the other night because I was actually able to see the game. Um, you're getting your revenge tonight because uh, you're breaking up a bit. I don't know if it's my. I don't know if it's my signal. Uh, I think it might be. Um, so if I'm if I'm coming back, back at you, I can non sequitur answer. It's because I've no. I've never heard the question right. But um, I. It was. It was a. F- sorry. Funny as in weird. A strange thing the other night. Um, I never thought I'd see the day where me watching the game on the internet, you get that same feeling that you get sometimes um, when you've been at games where there's been maybe a, an accident in the M8 or uh, a hold up in the subway and the crowd the crowd isn't as big as you were expecting. And there's, 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 there's folk you sit next to that are missing all that. And it's quite a kind of a culture shock to actually have that. How used we've got to, we're all watched it as a community online. There's a kind of virtual Ibrox experience going on. And it was the same thing. You're like, because we're all on Twitter all the time now, especially because that's that's how you're talking to your pals, you know, about the game. I'm seeing all the messages coming in saying I'm not getting on here, I'm not going on. I God knows how I got on me. I am the biggest technophobe in the world. It was just totally jammy. I just I, I logged in, my fingers crossed, and and I went. Whereas earlier in the season, um, when there was no problems at Rangers TV's end, I was managing to make an arse of it, and I was missing the first five minutes of the games because I was trying to load it in fifteen devices and what have you. Um, but ironically, the one time it's it's, it's bad for everybody else, I managed to get on. But it really interfered with me knowing that there was boys out there that couldn't watch the game. It's a, quite a strange thing. You realised how used we've become in the space of the last season to having the crowd experience online, if you like, because nobody else, other folk, only seen it. You only you only having that kind of community experience, um, and you're getting to the stage where if something like that happened again, you'd be wondering if you'd actually be able to kind of hold the game up. You know the way the way they used to. When you know, what I mean, oh, there's a there's, there's a log jam in the M8. You know, half the crowd isn't here yet. <laughs> Hold the kick up for fifteen minutes. You know, it's getting to the stage where maybe they should do that way with Rangers TV. But uh, I felt heart sorry for everybody who couldn't get in. But I could, all I can say is it was interfering with my enjoyment of the game as well because I was, you know, one of my pals, Robert. Um, 
good Rangers man and an even better tech man. He knows the stuff inside out. Uh, he knows how to get on the other streams and what have you. He knows his computers inside out. So when he was tweeting saying, I can't get on here, I knew the problem was at Rangers sure. TV. And, yeah. and as you say, everybody was expecting it. You know, everybody's, everybody's thinking, why are, they do, why are they doing this mid-season? You know, or, you know, in, in February, you know, it really, it should just have been left to the summer. Yeah, I mean, that's how it feels to be. It feels that, I mean, the minute they announced it, I was like, this seems a strange time to be doing this. And it's a bad time to be doing it because, you know, my, my concern now is we're, you know, we're five, six games away for the title. You know, can you imagine the outrage if we are on the verge of winning it at Ibrox and Rangers TV goes down? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it would... It, 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 it doesn't even bear thinking about this the, the sort of anger. And I was I was really disappointed with some of the stuff that came out on, on Twitter from official accounts, you know. Uh, one sort of blamed a, a, a third party, you know, they didn't do their side of it. Uh, and and oh, we're, we're dealing with it as quickly as we can. And the email I got, I got an email back in the second half. You know, I sent, I sent the email on the Monday saying, look, can you fix this? The game's on Wednesday. Nothing. Midway through the second half, I get an email from them saying, oh, this is what you need to do. Which is no use to man the beast, really. You know, I've, I've already had to set up a new profile and buy a match pass. So really, it really was disappointing. Uh, as I said, I question the need to do it mid-season. And we can only hope that whatever problems, you know, what caused this, is fixed for the next game because now I'm nervous about the next game. You know what I mean? I mean Saturday's Friday, sorry, Sunday's fine because it's at Hamilton, it's, it's 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 on Sky. But I am now really nervous about the, the next game. I actually am I going to have this this issue again? Am I going to struggle to get logged on? And then when I get logged on, am, am I going to get a stream? So yeah, I think it's something that needs to be to fixed and fixed quickly because. As you pointed out, this is the only way we can get to see t- the, 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 the games at the moment. Fans have paid a, a lot of money for this. You know, I've, I've paid my season ticket. I've paid for two season Aye. tickets this year. Then I had to play, uh, pay an extra nine ninety nine, and I still only got forty five minutes. You know, which is which is pretty poor. So yeah, I, I, I hope I would hope the club, you know, get this fixed and get it fixed quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as, as we've said before, uh, it's one of the things where you're. You know that you're paying. You would pay nine ninety nine or whatever it is for a game. You know, if you were just, you know, if you didn't have a season ticket, you'd only pay nine ninety nine. The price of the season ticket you were paying is is, is well over uh, what we'd have to pay to, to watch it on Rangers TV. And none of us mind that, you know. And the club have been great this season. Everything's going, everything's going absolutely fantastically on and off the park. This has been a downer. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it just, we would hope it doesn't work because it is. It's all about. We're all frustrated enough that we're not actually going to be in the stadiums when hopefully we clinch 55. But if we can't even see it in the telly, I mean, I've, right. I've been stuck outside games a couple of times where you're actually going, it's the worst feeling in the world. We can hear the crowd inside, but to actually experience that, you know, via watching it on the internet is really, it's it's quite weird. And uh, hopefully, hopefully they get that sorted. Yeah. yeah, I would hope so. I would hope the club, you know, have learned their lesson and, and they get it fixed. Because as I say, now my fear is, you know, on the day that we do win it, I'm going to be sitting <laughs> trying to log in, you know what I mean? Uh, but moving away from that, hopefully it'll get fixed. On, on to, to today's news, uh, Alex, and I, and I don't think anyone's surprised. I mean, we're all annoyed, we're all angry that this has come up because I, I think it's so predictable now. You know, but Gerard, Stephen Gerrard announced today at his press conference that the, the club had received a notice of complaint with regards to Kemar Roof on, you know, his challenge on Wednesday night. The first thing I, 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 I'll ask you is, do you think he should have been sent off during the game? 
Uh, I mean, my view is, I mean, I had to watch it uh, on sports scene, you know, because I, I missed the entire first half. So I had to catch up on, on events in the first half via sports scene. Do you think it was a red card? I thought it was. I thought he was lucky to stay on. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's a red card. It's a red card all day long. I think you just need to do that thing of that wee trick of uh, imagining if it was happening to a Rangers player. And I think when you see the replays, uh, slow mo replays that, that night on sports scene, um, you see uh, Monty Davidson's leg. You see the way his foot's getting bent back. Um, that is that's a red card all day long. Um, we've got no. I don't think anybody, any sensible Rangers fans, got a, got a complaint about that. But um, I'm still trying to work out why. Um, there's there's retrospective action. Um, I'm kind of embarrassed, or I was kind of embarrassed at the fact I did. I wasn't expecting this. I thought if there was a yellow card given out, the referee has seen it and dealt with it, then that's it. You know, there, there can't be any kind of retrospective action. Uh, but no, it's happened, and I found that I was actually in pretty good company with uh, Shelley Kerr, the ex-manager of the, the Scotland women's team. You know, James McFadden, the ex-manager, the, the ex-assistant manager of the Scotland national team. Um, even your friend and mine, Jonathan Sutherland. You know, on the sports scene couch, they all kind of said out loud that they presumed there would be no retrospective action because they would been booked at a time. You know, and I think you could see when it actually happened. You know, the the, the way the way he goes in. You know, at, at first at first glance, it didn't look that bad. You know, um, it's when you saw the slow mo replays that you, you, you can see it was bad. You know, um, but what I, I don't know, maybe you can tell me, uh, Colin. It's is he's been cited for is it violent conduct because of in, intent? Because there's, there's I, I just don't think there's any intent there at all. I think he's I think he's going in the role he was playing was Alfredo Morelos role of holding the ball up. And you know Ruth's game, um, same as Alfie would be in that role, but Ruth's game especially is to get his body in there in between him and the player. He was playing all night like a guy who was half a yard off the pace because he's a guy who's coming back for injury. He was, you know, he was just, just out of scoring a few goals because he was just that wee bit slow. I think the tackles, the way he's landed on Murray Davison has come from that as well. So I don't, I, I'm struggling to see why he's been cited. I mean, I would agree. There's absolutely there's no no intent. You know, it comes from the fact that I think you're right. I don't think he had the best night, Ruth. I think he, he struggled from what I've seen and, and and from comments I've seen online from the first half. You know, it 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 had an off night, and you know, it it doesn't control it. You know, the ball kind of bounces off him, and he's trying to recover it. And I think he's trying to put his body between the ball and Davidson, and he, he lands. He, he just happens to plant his leg. Eh, on Davidson and catch him. I don't think there's any intent, but I, th- I think the point that you've raised about you know once once a player's been booked, it's assumed if, if the refs dealt with it, they've seen it and they've dealt with the issue. But there's, there's been a couple of occasions this season when that's not quite been the case because there was the tackle on Ryan Edwards. Now I think he was booked at the time, and then he was cited retrospectively, but was found not guilty, no issue. Even although you know Morelos had a a hole in his knee. Then Morelos was involved at Tanadice, if you remember. The, the first one that Morelos received a retrospective ban for. Right, again, it. again, he was he was booked. The referee booked him for that. And so everyone assumed that, you know, there's, there's not going to be any further action. But they, they seem to be finding wee loopholes that they can just bring in for certain incidents. And, and someone being booked all of a sudden doesn't matter anymore. We're going to take retrospective action. And, you know, we're going to offer you three games. Now, Stephen Gerrard said in the last one with Morelos, the, the one when he, when he stood on Ryan Portis, you know, there was no there was no 
case for the defence. There was no, they, they couldn't defend it. They had to accept the charge, which is fair enough because I think we all agree that Morelos was lucky that night. It'll be interesting to see what the club do with this one, though, because I mean, even when he was talking about the the, the Morelos one, you know, he said he was he was happy to accept the charge, but he at, nor the club were were happy with some of the consistency with how the, the rules are applied. And this is another example today. I mean, we had the incident with Scott Brown through the week. You know, another elbow. I lost count how many times his elbows catch people. No retrospective action. And then we've got this one where uh, Ruth, who was booked for the, for the incident, so you assume that everything's fine. There can't be any retrospective action based on the rules. And then, and I think the timing of it as well, you know, just before Stephen Gerrard goes into his press conference, that feels slightly deliberate to me. You know what I mean? It feels a wee bit, almost like two fingers up at, up at the club, if you know what I mean. Because Gerrard had said, you know, literally five minutes before I came in my press conference, I found out. So he's a little bit ill-prepared to answer questions about it. So, I mean, how did, what, what did the club do about this? Because they're obviously not happy, you know what I mean? And, and, and where do we go for here? Uh, first thing, first thing I think they do is, is they appeal it. You know, I'm, I'm assuming if we appeal it, that means Ruth plays the on Sunday. Um, yep. Which apart, apart from anything else, I think he needs to. You know, I think we need him fit um, for when we play Standard Liège. Uh, sorry, big, uh, we play Royal Antwerp. Um, I, I think just, we just need to get him you know, some volume in his legs, as, as Stevie G would would call it. The overall issue, I mean, there's so many sidebars to this. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a whole hour-long Sunday pod in itself, you know. But even just the other night, um, Tuesday night, I think it was, never mind, never mind the Celtic game, we've all got the blue blinkers on, we think everything they do is evil, you know. Um, but uh, apparently I'm just hearing, you know, from our, from our producer that um, he's got to, to Monday, we'll have to Monday to appeal. So Ruth's playing, Ruth's playing Sunday anyway. So appeal to get him the Kilmarnock game, you know, anyway. Um, and you might find out it was just a, it's a, it looks political. The whole thing kind of looks political. And this this is, this comes down to, I don't necessarily mean, you know, uh, Rangers hating or whatever. It's like the SFA are reacting to the level of publicity that's given to any incident. And that is obviously going to end up you would think with Rangers and Celtic being punished overly harshly, you know, every time there's a major incident, but it actually seems to just be just be ourselves, you know. And I can't help thinking the Ajeti thing today, uh, him being cited for uh, for diving for a penalty, which even I, as a as a, as, as no admirer of Celtic, found that a bit strange. You know, it seems yeah. to be a reaction to the fact that um, a decision's been debated heavily, or thinking about it cynically with my blue blinkers on, I feel as if that's one they can say, well, Celtic have been cited as well. Yeah, yeah, that's um, cool. And they'll, they'll, just, they'll, just, they'll just appeal that and it'll be it'll be thrown out of court. But even the other night, Tuesday night, the night before we played, um, Aberdeen uh, against Livingston, Lewis Ferguson goes in in the fella Mullen. Uh, an absolute belt of this kind of you know, forearm smash to the guy's face. Just knowing Lewis Ferguson's kind of records, knowing knowing how he plays the game, it looked terrible. You know, it just it, it looked. And I don't know. I've, I've been checking the BBC website. You know, um, I, I don't see that he's been cited. You know, um, I, I don't really. I, I just don't know how it's working. It seems to be a system that's biased against anybody who receives a lot of coverage. Any football club that receives a lot of coverage, and that's going to be us. You know, but it should also be our friends across the city. And they just. 
Scott Brown's entire game has been has been stamping. Sorry, it's not, the guy's the guy's a great athlete. He's a great he's a, he's a great player, whether we like him or not. But so much of his game is about leaving the boot in, putting the studs in. He's a very self conscious guy as well. He's actually got a touch of the Morelos attitude. I think that's where the two of them set each other off. And that he likes to. He's very petty, very kind of self aware. And he, he doesn't like anybody getting the better of him. They kind of let anything go. So he, he does leave the studs in all the time. That gets picked up all the time on television, but it doesn't. It doesn't seem to to get cited. It for doesn't it. result. It doesn't result in action. And I think that's. I mean, that's an inconsistency. I think the thing that worries me is, and I think a lot of Rangers supporters feel the same. Is it's becoming predictable when you're seeing incidents, you think they're not going to get cited. When you see other incidents involving Rangers players, you know. I mean, I don't think anyone. Uh, was shocked at, at the news today. You know, I mean, uh, no. I, I think like you said on, on sports scene the other night, and you know they're all saying, "Well, he's been booked. There can't be any further action." But I think all of us were thinking, "Well, you know, I, I just watched them try and make something of this, my, and that's exactly shock, how that's how it's worked out." I, my, my, my shock came from I didn't realise there could be any other action. You know, I, 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 I didn't actually know the rules because I, I, I don't remember. There is, there is cases, obviously, but. It's like upgrading a punishment. This whole thing of re-refereeing the match, yeah. you know, it just seems. And I was, I was quite, I was quite hopeful because uh, we're worried that it's all tri- we're all worried that it's trial by sports scene. And uh, the fact that the sports scene panel that night uh, on Wednesday night was actually quite kind of kind about it. I mean, they have to highlight it because it was a it was an incident, but there was none of this. I mean, we've all got a problem me and Crocker these days because of the way we went on relentlessly about the the Alfie incident yeah. uh, against Hibs, you know. But when Putting a guy who should have been sent off in the first half scores the only goal the game in the second half. There is, there is a, you know, there's just, there's a reason he's, he's doing that. He just shouldn't have been going about it so often. I think it's just lazy editorially. He doesn't actually have anything else to say except this kind of lazy line about Alfredo Morelos is the only guy who's ever done anything, you know, malicious in his entire, in the entire history of Scottish football. But I, I felt as if the other night, sports team were quite reasonable with it. And I was, I, I thought that was it. You know? um, so I just, you can't even predict now when, when we're going to get cited. You know, you just you're just thinking any incident that, that happens, aye, there's a chance we're going to lose a player. Aye, I, I, I think, and, and I mean that's the thing that gets me is you know you're how can I put it? It, it? it feels deliberate, if you know what I mean. Now that again, you don't want to go down the road of uh, sounding like a paranoid fan and all the rest of it, right? But you know, you do sometimes get a feeling that we're being rubbed up the wrong way. And it seems to me, going with Gerard's comments in the last couple of press conferences, that the club feel this as well. You know what I mean? And, and, and Gerard had mentioned in a previous press conference last week that, you know, they were trying to turn down the noise coming for the club in terms of statements and stuff like that, which is fair enough. But it feels to me that they're, they're, they're not issuing statements because they don't think there's anything wrong. They're stopped issuing statements because they don't think they're working. And if anything, it's having a negative effect on the sort of image of the club, and they're trying to find a different way. This, it, it does feel to me that Rangers are doing stuff in the background on this, that they are chipping away saying, wait a minute, what exactly is going on here? Uh, because it's constant. It's every single time. I can't remember the last time there was an incident with a Rangers player and it was caught on camera and there was no retrospective action or at least a charge chucked his way. You know what I mean, and and that to me is 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 quite concerning. Someone put up, uh, someone went onto the SFA website last week and put up a spreadsheet on Twitter of all the clubs that had received retrospective charges and all that kind of thing. And it, 
it makes remarkable reading. It really does. It's in black and white. You know what I mean? It, you, when you look at it, you can't. You, you, you wouldn't have been in a position to deny that there's an issue with how cl- clubs are getting treated on this thing. And I do. I think it's something that needs to be addressed quickly. And uh, we mentioned it last week on Sunday's show that uh, maybe Peter Law going was a, an opportunity to, you know, change things a wee bit because I think he has got quite a lot of power, you know, in the, in the sort of the higher echelons of the SFA and the SPFL. But, I, I mean, the club has to find a solution to this because it can't continue. I think Stephen Gerrard is really, is really good today. I mean, I, I love listening to him. You know, obviously, I'm going to love it. I'm going to love everything he does just now because we're, we're, we're so far ahead uh, in the league and he's, he's, he's working miracles. But as a typical Rangers manager, managing to combine that kind of ambassadorial thing with also being really pointed in what he's saying, he sounded today like a man who was keeping his powder dry. Because yeah. I think, as you say, these things that are going behind the scenes, I think a lot of people realise there's a kind of, uh, there's a lot of rats deserting the sinking Celtic ship just now. You know, and I don't just mean like Lowell himself. I think because Lowell is going, um, a lot of influence will be lost. Um, and the way he went about his business, so much the better. Uh, for me, it was, it was uh, kind of uh, odious at times. Seriously, unsporting is, is the nicest thing I can say uh, about the, the law regime over there, the way they were working things behind the scenes. But I th- think a lot of friends in the media, uh, a lot of people in the media, um, and it's coming through the media. That's how we're getting cited because there's a lot of uh, uh, emphasis on Rangers players. But I think a lot of them are just going to might is right types. And it's slowly, well, quickly in terms of the last 10 years, but it's really quickly changing. But I think you're seeing a real melting uh, of a lot of, a real thorn of a lot of kind of icy attitudes towards Rangers. There's a lot of people uh, in the media who just see football as there's a team who's winning all the time and can't do any wrong. And there's a team who only winning and they're an absolute joke. You know, and in Scotland, those teams are the first place and second place team. And I think Rangers, having just shot so far ahead this season, you can see a lot of attitudes changing towards us. So I think we're maybe kind of trying to suss this one out. I would uh, hope this club appeal it and maybe it will be thrown out. Maybe it will be rejected altogether. Um, But I think maybe can can keep our powder dry even to the end of this season. And then we'll see see how it changes when we are champions and there's no law at Celtic, there's no Lennon throwing, you know, Stuff to stuff against the wall and see what sticks. You know, we'll see what happens. Right, uh, Alex. Before we before we go into the the the, the game on Sunday, uh, I should let the the viewers and the listeners know about Rangers picks. Uh, if you want the opportunity to win a, a share of a thousand pound jackpot, then head over to www.rangerspicks.com uh, and play Rangers picks. The new Rangers pick'em game. It's available for every game that that Rangers play. Uh, it's totally free, and the more fans that play, then the more money the the club receives. Uh, to play, all you have to do is go over to the website uh, and answer several questions about the game on Saturday. How many corners? How many goals? How many players will be cited retrospectively? There's one for you. That kind of thing, right? Uh, and then, if, if, you know, if you get more right than anyone else, then you're in with a chance of winning a share of £1,000. You must be over 18 to play. Terms and conditions apply. And as always, guys, when it comes to these things, please play responsibly. Also, I need to highlight uh, football prizes that, that Frankie's got going at the moment. Uh, he's got a Brian Loudrop signed jersey on the go. He's stuck a tweet out today about it. Uh, the tickets are going faster, 4 95 so a fiver to be on with a chance of winning a Brian Loudrop signed shirt. Uh, but the tickets are going faster. So head over to Frankie's Twitter uh, to see what's happening on that one. Right, 
Alex, back to the stuff in hand now that the, the official business is out, out of the way. Uh, Hamilton on Sunday, I, I saw you putting out some stuff today about tickets and all the rest of it from games from yesteryear, uh, the old Douglas Park. Did you ever go for a job at halftime? I didn't, no, no, I didn't. No. <laughs> I might have done, I've forgot about it, but um, I remember his, uh, scoring, I mean, the, the goal, the first goal of nine in a row, nine scored a row, at the, yeah, old, uh, yeah. the old Douglas Park. Uh, yeah, Gary, Gary, Gary Stevens. Gary Stevens, yeah. Two and a half. Alan McCoy's got the second. That's the one, mate. That's the one. I, I was, I was there for that one, you know. Um, but I was also there when they beat us in the Scottish Cup in '87. '87. You know? yeah. um, and I was, I was, and of course, we're the last team, the last team to beat us in the league. You know, um, this is very true. In league football in Scotland. <laughs> and I was there <laughs> for that one as well. So <laughs> all in all. You know, Matt, you know, put it all together. I'm just a jinx, you know. But yeah, about a jinx, Alex. <laughs> a cracking club, Hamilton. They are. Uh, I mean, uh, there's, you know, in, in recent years, they've kind of became a club notorious for, you know, giving young players a chance. And I think you've got to doff your hat to that. And they also just seem to, year after year, just with the skin of their teeth, avoid relegation and just and just keep going. So, I mean, uh, there's a lot of clubs in Scottish football. I don't have a huge amount of time for. I can't say that Hamilton are one that particularly bother me. I think they do a good job there. I think they're a good club, and I've, I've got a wee bit of time for them. Uh, but obviously, I want them pumped on Sunday and and roundly. Uh, and on that, uh, Stephen Gerrard today's press conference, no sort of new injury worries. Uh, although Defoe's out at the moment with a, with a calf, they expect him back next week. New signings, uh, Simpson and Wright, could be available. Do you think they might make an appearance at some point? Um, I, th- I think it depends how the game goes, mate. I think m- maybe, you know, if, if it all goes according to plan, if it all goes the way we want it to, if it all goes the way it did the first half when we played them at Ibrooks, um, then I would, I would, you know, we're 4 nothing up at half-time. I would maybe like to see them coming on, you know. Um, and if we're going to lose Kamara Roof with Alfio yeah. out as well, we maybe need to get right on um, to, to get him bled in, uh, so to speak, get him kind of warmed up. Um just want to check the two of them out. Really, I want to. I want to know as, as we've all been talking about in this pod. None of us seem to have actually realised nah, Scott Wright was a player. So I want to see him. You know, I was, I was checking through the stats here, and he's, he's been player of the match in two Aberdeen games this month. You know, even when Aberdeen haven't been doing that well, so you know, he's, he's obviously an option. You know, but I just want to make sure that Snow just uh, they're not going to be the new um, Brandon Barker and uh, George Edmondson. I just want to know that these guys are. These guys are, are any good, and if the big man uh, Simpson is sort of six foot four, get him in the box and uh, let's get a few high balls onto him. You know, <laughs> um, but uh, no, I would I would just go uh, as solid a starting eleven as we can get. Six games to go, Colin. Uh, win six games and we are champions. Um, I would just go out there and get this sorted as, as quickly as we done. possibly can. It's a good time to get Hamilton. Um, I know there's, there's a bit of talk because of the, the terrible weather going about the country uh, just now. There's a bit of talk, you know, maybe the game, an outside chance the game could be off or something like that. I really hope not because uh, that was a terrible, nothing against Hamilton, as I say, but the other night that was a real blow for them. Uh, that was a game that, you know, basically put them bottom of the table. Uh, they were kept them bottom of the table um, and they were winning it. They were, they were going to go above Ross County with 10 minutes to go. And uh, they just they, they chucked it in the last the last ten minutes. So they're going to be in a bad place just now. Um, and I think we should be able to go out there and uh, and take full advantage. Take advantage of that. Yeah. Speaking of the pitch, I mean Stephen Gerrard again was asked about that city's press conference today, and it is something that's been an issue with Rangers in the past. You know the 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 dreaded artificial 
pitches. He 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 seemed to be quite dismissive of it. You know, he sort of said, you know, we, we train on them, we played on them before, we know what to expect. You know, almost taking any excuses away for the players. But, and I, I must admit, I mean, in the past when we've struggled on these pitches, I'm kind of caught between two places. Part of me thinks, well, there's these these pitches are at, are at Ockenhowie. The guys train on these pitches. The the, the, the home team, you know, your, your Kilmarnock's, Hamilton, Livy's, they play on these pitches every week. We've got better players than them. So part of me thinks like that. Oh, well, oh, it's the same for everybody. We've got the better players. We should be able to deal with this. But another part thinks, you know what? It, it, maybe it is a leveller. You know what I mean? It maybe is something that when you turn up, it just gives the home team that wee bit of, a, of an issue. I can remember when I when I, back to my, my amateur days when I played Sunday amateur, one of the local teams we used to play against, uh, Bank Knock, they had a red ash pitch. So everybody played in grass and they had a red ash pitch. And hardly anybody came away for that ground with a result. You know, every team that turned up because they were playing in grass, they just, they just, even although we all grew up playing on red ash pitches, when we went back to it, no one could deal with it. So when I remember stuff like that, I think it can be a leveller. But another part of me thinks, oh, you know, we're better players. We should be able to deal with this. You know, we've got, we've got 22 guys out there and we've got the best 11. So could play in the, the brick road and they should be able to beat them. But, you know, I, I don't think it quite works like that. No, um, I, you didn't come away with a result, but you came away with a wee, about 25, they wee red stones stuck under your kneecap that you were picking out until the, right. following, the following game, you know. I No, um, actually, I think Hamilton's the best of the three we, we face in the top flight this season. I think it's the best of the, 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 the three plastic pitches. Um, and I think uh, the, the, the fact that the, the, what worries me more is injuries. And I don't think that's going to apply. Even Roof, uh, a man who looks as if he might be prone to an injury, it was in Gibraltar, you know, when we're playing yeah. Lincoln Red Imps, he just kind of pulled up uh, on a plastic pitch over there. Um, Comalix is terrible in Livingston, used the old, the old uh, black chips all over it, the black rubber chips all over it. Um, it's a terrible pitch as well. But the game at Easter Road, in particular, brought it home to me. Um, actually, and, and the Ibrox, when you're looking that great, um, and Wednesday night either if you can no. see it um, it actually made me think we're in a plastic pitch you know <laughs> terrible it was, it was making me think we, we maybe need a wee plastic pitch just now or just get a, a smooth run of the ball and let our football players you know um, play their football uh, properly because I think I think at Easter Road in particular not just uh, the chance that Alfie missed just after he'd scored uh, with the ball bubbled up um, I feel as if there was I think the whole first half it took us a while to get to get our game going because that midfield, I know it's seen as a, a defensive midfield when we play Jack Kamara and Davis, but the whole the way Rangers play is, is if we keep we just keep feeding the ball relentlessly to our front men, and they three together do that, they let nobody else we've got at Ibrox. Um, and I think we could I think we could have won that game a lot more handsomely if it had been you know a, a better pitch. Um, so I I think. Although it might hold up a bit if it's doing the old sponge thing just now and soaking up all this rain, um, I'm I'm not too worried about the, the surface at Hamilton. I think it might actually suit us. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, because we are, you know, we're a football inside. That said, you know, you've brought me on to my next question. You know, there was an interesting question asked today about, you know, the, the the different ways that Rangers can play at the moment, the, the, the different things that they've got in their armory. You know, they're good at set pieces. They can create goals for nothing, you know. The, the goals are getting shared around the team, and you know, Gerard was asked, you know, 
why is it like that this season? And he, you know, he, he sort of said, you know, well, we've got the players that we want in. It's it's taken a few years to get the right players in. We've got better players in. You know, and we're working hard on the training ground on different aspects of the game, set pieces, you know, defensively shape, all that kind of thing. And it, and it does. I mean, from the word go, I, I, I wouldn't even say from the start of the domestic season. I would say that that pre-season tournament over in France, we looked like a, a very very different a, a different side that does have you know different things that we can bring to the table when when we're not going to break a team down through you know out passing them and 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 playing through them. We'll get something from a set piece, and it is you know I mean last year we were so reliant on Morelos. This year, totally different. Aye, well, uh, the old, uh, the old, the, the kind of cliche, but there's just been no plan B, and that just does not apply. We look, we will get real depth now, Colin. We, we, we look, we look the business. Um, I think it applies as much to the players as well. We we keep having, you know, we're losing a player, you know, maybe through suspension or he's taking a wee dip in form, and then other guys are stepping up to the plate. Yeah. You know, I mean, Yanis Hadji uh, at the beginning of the season, at the spells of the season, you thought. Oh, is, is that boy going to get another chance? He's kind of fell away a bit or whatever. And then he's, I think he's joint king of the assists with, uh, with, with Tav, you know, and he's scoring crucial goals for us. You know, uh, he's classic. That's becoming a trademark now as well. He's, he's cutting into the right and then pulling it back the way he scored the goal against Hibs, the way he scored against Hibs last season at Ibrox into the Copeland, the way he scored the other night. Um, you're seeing players just stepping up to the mark and you're seeing those players utilised in different ways. You know, I think the, the big eye-opener this season for us was uh, when we went to Rugby Park, a place where we famously haven't, have seemed unable to get out of a kind of rut of just playing the same style, but unable to react to the fact that Kamalak had it sussed. Uh, when we were you know, pinging, I mean, like, I, I hate using the, the quarterback phrase, you know, but um, when Jack was pinging the balls to Big Itten, you know, and it was just working sublimely. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. just like lumping a ball up, a high ball up to a big fella. It was a guy who was going out wide and controlling the ball and holding up play and giving us that breather. It was, and then you, every time you think you've got as a sussed, I mean, even as a supporter watching Rangers, when you think you know what our best option is, they'll go and do something else, you know. And like the mother, the motherwell game at Ibrox were, all right, they've 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 pinned us back, they've pinned back Barisic and Tavernier. I think Tav ended up setting up two of the goals later on in that game, but yeah. we just started going through the middle and just running through them, you know. And uh, as Stevie was kind of, Stevie G was alluding to today, mate. I think it's it's not that they, they they never they never had that tactical kind of awareness. You know, the team he's got with most of what they're doing. It was more like I'm just in the door. You know, we're going to have to set the template and do an early. This is a three four year plan, and at first it's going to look like we can only play one way. Yeah. But then once everybody gets bedded in, you can then you're adding depth, and they're getting these players in who. You know who know what they're doing. You know they know how to fit into Stevie G, Michael Beale, Tom Coulshaw's idea of the team. But they then also they discover other things about these players and how they can utilise them in different ways. And it's a, it's, it's an organic thing, and uh, we're we're in, we're in great hands. Uh, I mean, I suppose that the biggest compliment you, you can you can pay to Stephen Gerrard and the players this season this season, sorry, and how they went about winning games as we beat Celtic without getting a. <laughs> A shot on target, <laughs> you know that that's that's what we've got. You know what I mean? That is, we can we can even go through a game without having a shot on target and still win it. So yeah, it, I mean it's it, we are, we're looking good this season. Final sort of point of the night, Alex uh, Hamilton, as you pointed out earlier on, they're sitting bottom of the league at the moment, as they often do at this at this stage of the season. But they always seem to uh, pull it out of the hat. Uh, four points behind Ross County. I think they've got a couple of games in hand though. 
Uh, I was looking at some of the stuff from the, the last time we were at New Douglas Park, and I think Hamilton went four four two that day. I think that's a formation that Brian Rice likes. Thank you, Rice two up top for a team that's that sits down at the bottom. They're not one that plays. How can I put it? You know, really defensively, they they always try and have a bit of a go, Hamilton. You know what I mean? And, and I think it's it's part of the ethos that they've got of. of bringing on young players, you know, they want them to be brave, want them to go and, and you know, and express themselves. They're, they're, they're not a team that I think sits in a lot. And, and I think that'll be the same on Sunday. I think they'll maybe see 4-4-2. I think they'll try and have a go. And I think that suits us. Yes. Um, I, um, I, I have to be honest, I think that the boy for Rangers TV has got a hold of my computer here, Colin, and I've uh, only picked <laughs> up wee bits of that. Um, so... Forgive me if I'm repeating what you say, but I think you're alluding to the fact that uh, you know we can expect Hamilton to be a bit braver, uh, maybe come out a bit, you know, yeah. um, than other teams. I don't know. Um, you're talking about that, the Hamilton style of play, anyway. Um, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. Uh, I found it the other night uh, watching sports scene. Uh, him and Brian Rice, a lovely fella, and uh, John Hughes, another guy I quite like. They would used to be roomies, you know, teammates and roommates and. Uh, I think they share a lot of the same kind of attitude as well. You know, it, it did for Hamilton at Ibrox. You know, Ryan Rice just kept attacking. I felt sorry for him that day. You know, as much as I can feel sorry for anybody when we need the title um, as badly as we do. But um, I'm thinking I that they've, they've got a kind of ideology, these guys, where they're not going to be completely all out gung-ho, but uh, they will try and play the game, you know, the way it should be played, if you like. They will, they will try and, and come at us and take something from us. Um, and I think the game where we beat them 2-0 uh, earlier in the season Hamilton didn't come out you could see it was because we weren't letting them out we were just overpowering them but they were trying to they were trying to get out uh, that day and then at Ibrox they were trying far too hard they should have sat in you know yeah, God bless yeah. them you know um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they didn't but um, I, I think I think we need a, 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 a hope I hope Hamilton end up surviving the season you know I hope, I hope they stay up um, there's other teams I would quite like to see going down who are Asking their fans for money right now and seem to be seem to be plummeting down the down the table. That would do me fine, um, <laughs> but I hope there's there come. I hope Hamilton's come back this season. Doesn't he start against us on Sunday, mate? I don't. I, I don't think it will. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I mean, obviously, if the game goes ahead, uh, I think we should be fine. I think we should get the three points. Uh, Alex, I think that's us uh, for tonight. I think we've pretty much covered everything on the agenda. Looking at the time, that's. Not too bad. So, yeah, that's all for this special edition of the Jersnet Weekly Podcast, your preview show there for the Hamilton game. Uh, we'll have the the uh, pod on Sunday night to cover the game, obviously. So tune in for that. A big thanks to Alex for his comments. Uh, great stuff as always, even though he was only hearing half of what I was saying. Uh, in the meantime, get yourself onto the Jersnet website and forums at www.jersnet.co.uk. Uh, and until Sunday night, bye for now. <laughs>